This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Halloween is tonight. You still have time to make some plans and find some adventures. There's lots on offer in Southern Ontario. Toronto community reporter Mara Hutchinson has a couple suggestions for last-minute activities. Hello, Mara. Hi, Dave. How are you guys? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween <laughs> to you as well. So you're not wearing a costume, but you've got sort of a black and white uh, Berg Hamburglar thing going on, which is good. I know. I wanted to just put on a little festive colors. I'm not into <laughs> Halloween, but... You know, it's yeah. different now when you have a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Don't worry, Mara. We'll get to that with, with the kid angle on this. I'm, I'm again, a reminder, wearing my orange T-shirts and know, a, a, dark, a dark suit jacket. Just like a little festive, a little festive over here. Uh, no costumes for me, although I am told this afternoon's edition of Kelly and Ramya is going to feature some costuming. So if you want to do oh. costumes, that's what Kelly and Ramya are all about. Okay, Mara, let's jump into some action in the Milton area. Pumpkins After Dark is still happening. Why is this event worth yes. checking out? You know what it is. It's when you want it's you want to bring your family. I think it's always the kids here where you, everything is lit up, so many different pumpkins, lights. Now you, now that COVID is pretty much over, um, you can actually roam around now. Roam around without a, being in your car and just explore, run around take photos and enjoy like being outdoors at night. Mm. So I think it's really, really good for family wise and just the little kids. <laughs> yeah, the pumpkin patch is a <laughs> pretty critical part of this whole operation. So definitely that stands to reason and that one works, but maybe Milton is a little off the beaten trail for some folks coming a little closer yes. to Toronto. Casa Loma is hosting wow. a Legends of Horror event. What's this experience all about? So this one is obviously for more of an adult experience where you really want to get freaked out totally to the max of being scared. So I don't recommend this for children, but, um, <laughs> but it is, it's, they turned their entire castle into that haunted feel. So, I mean, it's worth exploring. It's a little pricey, but I think if you are so into Halloween, you are going to roam around and just be scared and terrified. And mm. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of combining the outdoors and the indoors and the indoors. eerie and the spooky, all of it. Yeah. It's uh, definitely. Have the best of worlds. Uh, I, Adults. I, I don't have the constitution <laughs> for it. So uh, pass. Me pass too. for me. <laughs> but, Mara, but Mara, speaking of the kiddos, you've got some. How are you spending Halloween this year? So later on, um, we are going to go to my brother's in Georgetown, and the kids are all going to go trick-or-treating by the, like with us and take them along the neighborhood at my brother's. Ah, uh, right so, on. Yeah. Uh, so this begs the question, as you start fishing around in the candy bag, what's going to catch your attention? What's the quality assurance that mom has to do when the candy bag comes home tonight? Well, make sure there's obviously just to be prepared and we got to make sure that there's nothing 
that they can actually, oh my gosh, it's so weird because now it's always so scary looking into the bags. Are they safe? Is there anything like needles? Or I don't even oh, know oh what, gosh. what okay. to look for. <laughs> okay, Mara, that, that's not where I was going with that question. I was going to go with oh. what's the what's what's the candy you're going to steal from your kids when you get home? Mr. Big, Mr. Okay. Big. <laughs> okay. You know what it is, Dave? <laughs> There's so many things happening now that it's like, you got to be safe. You got to be this. And I'm not even thinking about what the goodies are. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry about that. Uh, no, no. It's uh, listen. I think I think that is the uh, mind of a mother. Uh, my mom uh, called me yesterday and said, "Please be careful walking around tomorrow night, as if I'm going to be going outside on Halloween night." But it's the mind of a mom. You must perpetually be worried. My parents are probably the same. It's nighttime. You know, you have night blindness. Are you and Mateo going to be okay? <laughs> yeah. My mom, even though I'm 40 years old, she still worries. So it's okay. It's the mind of a mom. I'm going to give a couple of these uh, these these in, uh, points of contact here for these events. Info at pumpkinsafterdark.com. That's the email address. Info at pumpkinsafterdark.com. Or if you want to do the Casa Loma Legends of Horror event, it's casaloma.com. C-A-C-A-S-A-L-O-M-A dot C-A. A lot of A's there <laughs> as you're working your way through. Okay, let's end, let, let's end off the scary and get back into a little bit of the fun. Some multi-sensory fun. The Illuminarium in Toronto is offering immersive experiences with animated displays accompanied by sound effects. You had a chance to take in the Illuminarium, Illuminarium experience. How was it? Oh my gosh. Talk about feeling, you're so tripped out because I was feeling like I was on the moon. I was exploring with my husband, roaming around, and the entire space looked like we were out in the galaxy. Wow! I was, I was as if like I was on, like on the moon, like sitting down, roaming around, asteroids, all the planets were just shown away. It was just lit up with stars, the planets, and it felt so trippy too because I was like, you were like legit on the moon feel vibe and wow. the mu music was going on and you can roam around and it was so good it, and just felt like you were really out in space so I really enjoyed it and you can't go wrong with the distillery district so yeah. you have everything there <laughs> it sometimes takes a little bit of effort to get me that far south uh yeah. you know I'm living up here in North York so sometimes getting down to the oh. distillery district uh, isn't always on my list of uh, my list of things to do that said this sounds like a pretty cool experience what it are some is. of what are some of the needs to know in terms of accessibility so there was pretty much no stairs all ramps so spacious so you have plenty of room to be on your wheelchair and even the washings were very accessible so i feel like the good time to actually go as well as around 11 to 1 so not it's not too crowded but overall it's there was no stairs no all ramps good to go for everybody pretty much if you're if you have your white cane if you have your wheelchair and people are there actually there to help you out as well so mm. i'm yeah it's just you get the feel of being there on your own too and just roaming around freely so it was really good Illuminarium.com slash Toronto, Illuminarium.com slash Toronto and i'm told i have to spell Illuminarium. uh good luck with this i l l U M I N A R 
I-U-M. There you go. I went slow, and I think I nailed it. Illuminarium.com slash Toronto. Okay, so we've done a little bit of Halloween. We've done a little bit of space in the galaxies and the cosmos, but maybe just some music and cocktails is a little more the speed for somebody's standard Tuesday night. You had a chance to check out Mrs. Robinson's Cocktail Bar in Toronto. Why did you want to highlight it? I want to highlight it because... I am all about listening to music. And if you want to catch up with your friends, it's best of both worlds. You have the cocktails, you have the food. I'm all about the food and mm. entertainment. And nowadays, and it's also free, so I, you can't go wrong. And I'm all about that vibe of just listening to the DJ or the band. And I feel like as an adult now as well, and just kind of stepping away from motherhood, I like that whole scene of, just sitting down, listening to good music and having a, a cocktail <laughs> once in a blue moon. Uh, you had a conversation with the owner about accessibility at the yes. bar. Uh, what, did you have, what did you have to say? What did they have to say? I think I'm actually loving my role as a reporter because I email and contact all these cool places that I want to try out and actually let them know that I am here for, with AMI and I'm doing all these things and I want to figure out if your place is accessible for the disabled community. And the owner actually pointed out that he is making a lot of changes because a lot of his customers as of lately has been people with you know disabilities. And so he brought up the whole um, putting a little ramp to get in to the actual venue because there's just a little tiny step. And also with their menus, a lot of the things are now still with QR codes. So he kind of just had to point out where not a lot of people have access to smartphones or even technology nowadays. So he wants to actually create menus with bigger fonts for people mm. like me. Mm -hmm. But I think the important thing is that the owner acknowledged that there are people like me and people like all of us who actually love these type of places. And he needs to make some changes of how the whole venue is laid out. So that's why I felt, honestly, I felt so good communicating and letting them know that I am here with AMI and I just want to let you know that I want to see your place and just see if it's, it's for, if it's for us as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's what, and I, that, that's what, honestly, I felt good having that conversation with him because we also need these type of things and we love going to these type of places and it has to be accessible to every single, to everybody. 574 College Street in downtown Toronto. Pretty uh, cool part of town, no doubt about that. 574 College Street. And if you want to learn more, MrsRobinsonToronto.com. MrsRobinsonToronto.com. And Mrs. is spelled M-R-S. Mara, thank you for this. Happy Halloween. Have Happy fun with Halloween. the kids tonight. I will. You guys have a great time. Bye, Dave. That's Mara Hutchinson, community reporter in Toronto, Ontario. In a moment, the Halloween conversation continues in Laura Baines' entertainment report. But first, tech trends, a little bit weird today. Mike Debusky is discussing how the online world perceives empty spaces. 
Empty parking lots, high school gymnasiums after the school day's over, eerie hallways lit by fluorescent lights. Those are some examples of liminal spaces, says Samantha Culp, a writer in Los Angeles. This is the normal space that is somehow now estranged um, because it's not doing its normal function. And then there is something kind of quite eerie about that. In recent years, the concept has spawned fan communities online. Younger, like, internet communities have been really into collecting photos of and having huge, you know, reddits and threads devoted to these images. And in some cases, she says, collaborative universes of online content, from YouTube videos to short fiction. In the digital era we live in, it is that much easier for anyone with an with internet connection to share their stories, their fables, their pieces of art to the public. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Thank you very much, Mike. Laura Bain, Halloween might be today, but the spooky season is not over until The Simpsons puts on their Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah, that's right, Dave. So the 34th Simpsons Halloween special, the Treehouse of Horrors, as the series is named, is going to air this Sunday, so a little bit after Halloween, and it's going to feature a celebrity cameo from Kylie Jenner. Uh, so joining a long list of celebrities who've been on The Simpsons in the past, Lady Gaga, Betty White, The Beatles, I mean, of course, John, but all the rest of them. So the plot a little bit has leaked, and it's apparently going to involve Kylie teaming up with Marge to go rescue Bart, who's been turned into a non-fungible <laughs> token. And that is, of course, because Kylie is part of a celebrity uh, crypto Illuminati and I guess this episode oh is God. making fun of her just a little bit, and she's been a good sport about that. Now, this isn't – Kylie's not someone who's going to get me excited about watching. have to be honest, not a huge fan of the whole Kardashian-Jenner clan. You don't, you don't keep up with the Kardashians? No, not if I can help it. But she is the fourth most followed person on Instagram, so I have a feeling that this might bring in a few viewers. The Simpsons, to their credit, I mean, I'm stunned that it's still on the air. I, I think it lost its fastball about 20 years ago. But it, but they, they, they still know how to do satire, and it's even clear just the premise that you described there for this episode. It shows that they still have their finger on this Every now and then, maybe not to the same degree that, say, the creators of South Park do, but the Simpsons clearly they they, they may have lost the fastball, but to you to keep the baseball analogy going, they still know how to throw curveballs and sinkers and off-speed stuff. Yeah, that's my same feeling about it as well. So this is the 35th season of The Simpsons. Wow. And no, that's not a mistake. It's the 34th Halloween special, 35th season. That's because there wasn't a Halloween special in the first season. Uh is the simpsons still relevant i feel like i'm gonna put it on and i'm gonna be amused and i feel like they are still very relevant in terms of the jokes that they're delivering i like that they're very self-aware and i find that they sort of break that fourth wall more lately in later episodes of the simpsons which i like but yeah. i'm with you i'm not riveted i'm not anxious to get to the next episode uh maybe <laughs> as i was with classic episodes but then again i was 10 years old or so when i yes, was watching those, yes so who's to say and, and listen the treehouse of horrors concept is something they've done pretty much every year i believe as their season premiere so hey good for them for sticking with it because there's a couple really famous ones along the way they did a they did a parody of the shining 
uh, way, way back in the day called The Shinning yep. that was so, so funny. That, like, like they, they have definitely figured out this model, and every single year, the Treehouse of Horrors ends up being their highest-rated episode because people still want to come back to see what they do. And I got to say, it's right on the threshold of what I can watch. I am not a scary movie fan. I'm such a Brady cat, but I can watch the Simpsons Halloween episodes without getting without getting nightmares. I was fine last night. There were no uh, no. Uh, and, and so I went back. I watched just just for reference. I went back and I watched last season's Treehouse of Horrors ahead of our discussion today. And I, I was fine. Uh but The Simpsons has been re- renewed until 2025, so yeah. viewers look forward to it for a couple more years. I would have thought for sure after the movie in 2007, that would have been uh, done and dusted, but they kept it going. Hey, Laura, we got to get out of here. I know you've got a super fun question about uh, credit names, but I don't have a good answer. Do you have a good answer? Because at the at the, at the end of the episode of The Trance of Horrors, everybody has sort of a goofy name, a goofy, scary name on the credit end credit. I don't think I have a good answer, but do you have a good answer for your name? Well, yeah, you know, these tend to involve a lot of rhyming and alliteration, so I'm going to have to go with Laura Brain Eater Bane. Oh, I like that. I like that. I was going to say, like, Laura Payne, but that's maybe more well, of a... Uh, yeah, the, my, my brain's not always working at the uh, at the top speed in, in the morning. Laura, thank you for Dave, this. Dave Boogeyman Brain? Oh, Dave, D- <laughs> Dave Boogeyman Brown, perhaps. Dave the Boogeyman Brown Devil Brown? Devil, De- yeah. Devil Brown, so Demon, Demon Brown, Dave the Demon Brown, Dave, Dave, and, Dave and, I don't know, we'll work on it. We'll workshop <laughs> it, yeah. This is why they're the Simpsons and we're Laura and Dave. Laura, have a great day. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> That's Laura Bain with the Entertainment Report. Of course, the Halloween theme is all over the show today, including my orange T-shirt. At Accessible Media on Twitter, at Accessible Media Inc. on Facebook, have you already started eating your Halloween candy, yes or no? That's the uh, daily poll question. Coming up after the break, a very short regional news update, and then Brock Richardson is going to talk about the World Series. Kind of a snoozer game last night, but it was it was close, and there are some things that bear discussion. This is now with Dave Brown on AMI TV. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.